Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Acts 2, 1 to 4. And you don't have to turn to this one if, unless you want to. Amen. Acts 2, uh, 1 to 4. And it's, it's, the, it's the coming of the Holy Spirit. And it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, how's about those suddenlies, folks, right? And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as um, of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen? As the Spirit gave them utterance. So that is what we are celebrating today, our holy language. And when we speak in our holy language, the devil doesn't know what we are talking about. Hallelujah and amen. Now I will go on to Luke 19, verses 1 to 10, okay? Um, Now, everybody who's calling in, you can't see this, but you will be able to see it hopefully (laughs) on the video, right? Okay, but I'm going to put this up. Let me see here. I'm going to put up a picture of what they call in Jericho the Zacchaeus tree. I'm going to get a little see. Ooh, there's a shadow there. I'm sorry. There you go. And when you come on later on YouTube, you'll be able to see this picture. I'm trying to get away from the shadow that I have from my sound booth, my homemade sound booth that works for me just fine. But anyhow, they call this the Zacchaeus tree. And the tree that he climbed up in was the thick big, thick, beautiful tree full of limbs and full of leaves. The base of the tree is thick, okay? And it's the kind of tree that you would see a lot of children. You know, back in the day when children used to plant, were was allowed to plant trees, amen? It has a lot of branches that they can hide on and play in, amen? So Luke 19, 1 to 10 reads like this. 19.1 says, and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Two says, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. All right. I'm going to read just the verses first before I get into my notes here. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. Four, Luke 19.4, and he ran before and climbed up into the sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. The urgency to see Jesus. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? This is what we all should have, the urgency to see Jesus. Amen. Luke 19.5 says, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste, and he came down and received him joyfully. Wouldn't you? Amen. Luke 19.7 says, and when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was going to be guest with a man that is a sinner. Okay, they they did not like Zacchaeus. Uh, Luke uh, 19.8 says, and Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and I have taken anything, uh, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, notice what he says, I restore him fourfold. Amen. Uh, Luke 19.9 says, And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he is a son of Abraham. 10 says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and save that, that which was lost. 
And now this passage has been left out of so many different Bibles, and for the life of me, we don't understand why. But there, that's why I tell people, be careful of what Bible that you study from and that you use, because a lot of Bibles took out uh, not only this passage, Luke 19.10, but they also took, it's the same thing in, in Matthew 18.11. There are Bibles that took out that, amen? And why would anybody take out Jesus' mission? That's my question. Anyhow. Okay, why would they remove that from the Bible? As you look in Matthew eighteen twelve, it says, is, is it not the Father's will that one should perish? Jesus came to save people. That was his mission, to come to save people. And then I'll read Romans 10, uh, Romans 10, 13 to 17. It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them to preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, which is Isaiah, Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report. And then Romans 10, 7, 17 ends up by saying, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. This is why we listen to the word of God. And I know sometimes it seems like it might repeat and repeat, but you know what? As they even say in the world, that if you do something 20, you know, 21 times or more, it becomes a habit. You know, repeat, repeat until the word of God gets down into your heart. I know you've probably heard Zacchaeus preached by many preachers so many different times throughout the years, but never grow weary and never grow tired of hearing the time you hear it. The Holy Spirit reveals something new to you. Amen. And that's what I love about the word. Okay, Luke 19, 1 says that Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. 19, 2 says, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. Now, see, this proves to us, this entire story proves to us that Jesus loves all, the rich and the poor. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. That's Matthew 5, 45. It says that ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven, for he makes his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. We may not love one another, but Jesus loves them. Amen. Jesus loves everybody. They died for everybody, not just specific special people, but everybody. Amen. Uh, it's saying a descendant of Abraham. Zacchaeus was a descendant of Abraham. He was an example of Jesus' personal earthly mission to bring salvation to the lost. Tax collectors were despised as traitors working for the Roman Empire because that's who they worked for and not for their Jewish community and as being – they were seen as being corrupt. No, but people just – they hated tax collectors. They did not like them. Do you like the IRS? Amen. Amen. Because the lucrative production and export of balsam was centered in Jericho, his position would have carried both importance and wealth. In this account, he arrived before the crowd who were later to meet with Jesus, who was passing through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. He was short in stature, folks. Okay, yeah, he was short in stature. Therefore, he was um, unable to see Jesus through the crowd. Zacchaeus then ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree, like the one that you'll be able to see it later, the ones who called in, um, but you'll see it later on a video. He climbed a sycamore tree, which is a fig tree, amen, 
that was along Jesus' path. Did you notice? Um, I, I, it just hit me. Did you notice that Jesus just seemed to run into fig trees a lot? Fig trees feed people. Amen. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up at the sycamore tree, actually sycamore fig, it's, which is called uh, Ficus sycamorus, okay? And, and he addressed Zacchaeus by name. He addressed him. Everybody else hated that man. But Jesus addressed him by name, and he told him to come down, for he intended to visit his house. Amen. Hallelujah. The crowd was shocked. Can you only imagine what they the, the looks on their faces? The crowd was shocked that Jesus, a religious teacher and prophet, would solely himself by being a guest of a quote-unquote sinner. Amen. Now, I'm going to give you some facts about Zacchaeus. Clement of Alexandria refers once to Zacchaeus in a way which could be read as uh, suggesting that some identified him with the apostle Matthew. Like if you remember, Matthew was also a tax collector, or as they call him, Matthias. However, Luke indicates that Matthias was with Jesus in the beginning since the baptism of John, and that's in Acts 1, verses 21 to 22. John also told us that later, Many of Jesus' disciples turned their back and no longer followed him in John 6, verses 60 to 66, as you've heard me speak a couple Sundays ago. Uh, the later apostolic constitutions identify Zacchaeus the publican, okay? They, that's what they call him, Zacchaeus the publican, as the first bishop of Caesarea, okay? Medieval legend, we'll go on to medieval legend as well, identified Zacchaeus with St. Amador, that's A-M-A-D-O-U-R, and held him to be the founder of the French sanctuary, Rocamador. Amen. And I'm going to bring up some notes about liturgical practices. Okay. In Eastern Orthodox and Greek Catholic churches of Slavic tradition, the Gospel account of Zacchaeus is read on the last Sunday preceding the liturgical preparation for Great Lent, for which reason that Sunday is known as Zacchaeus Sunday. How many of us knew that? Amen. Zacchaeus Sunday. It is the first commemoration of a new Paschal cycle. The account was chosen to open the Lenten season because of two exegetical aspects. Jesus' call to Zacchaeus to come down from the tree, symbolizing the divine call to humility. Amen. And Zacchaeus's subsequent repentance. In the Eastern churches of Greek Byzantine tradition, Zacchaeus Sunday may fall earlier than the Sunday before the pre-Lenten season. Now, in Western Christianity, the gospel periscope concerning Zacchaeus is the reading of a dedication of a church or its anniversary. In southern Bavaria, a red banner with a white cross may be flown outside a church on its anniversary, which is consequently called the Zacchaeus flag. All right, and in spiritual lessons, there's notes from in spiritual lessons. Uh, the story of Zacchaeus is used by some to illustrate the saying of Jesus, which is which says, "Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God." Which is Matthew five eight, because the name Zacchaeus itself in Hebrew means pure, clean. Okay, so that's what his name even means pure and clean. Amen. Zacchaeus was a tax collector who became a disciple of Jesus. 
Zacchaeus also becomes a contrast of character with the rich young ruler in Luke 18, 18 to 23. Both Zacchaeus and the rich young ruler were wealthy men, but there's a difference. Okay, they were both rich, wealthy men, but one was self-righteous and would not give up his possessions while the other gave half his possessions to feed the poor. Amen. And and Zacchaeus even said that he gives uh, half of what he has to the poor. Amen. Now, on to Luke 19. uh, I'm on verse 3, and it says, And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press. There was a lot of people there because he was also little in stature. You can imagine how hard it would be for him to be able to see Jesus coming by. Amen. Being short, everybody's taller. He had to climb. He was bold. He was bold. He wanted to see this Jesus. Obviously, he had faith in Jesus, and he knew about him, had heard about him. Amen. And he wanted to just see him with his own eyes. How many of us feel that way now? We just want to see him with our eyes. Right now, we have faith. We have to believe. Amen. But one day, one fine day, we're going to look into the face of Jesus. Amen. Imagine being shorter than everybody around you. I don't know how tall some of you are listening to this are out there. Okay, I'm short. You know, most of my family is short. My grandmother was short. My mother was short. (laughs) You know, most likely teased on a daily basis, and he was hated. You're hated because you're a rich tax collector. Or in our days today, you're hated because you're, you know, short but cute. Okay, could be. Or short but smart, right? (laughs) You know, all right. You know what I mean? Matthew experienced this hatred as well. You know, people are always trying to find something to to um, to hurt someone's feelings with. You know, you you might you might be short, but you, you're smart. Do they bring up how smart you are? You might be short, but you're awesome. You're fine. You're beautiful. Lovely. Do they bring that up? No, they still tease people. Amen. People hurt people. And that's why you run into a lot of people in a Christian realm who sometimes they might stop going to church or something because they got teased or they got hurt or something. And this should not be. This should not be. You know, we don't run people away. We draw them to. Amen. We got to check our attitudes. As they say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. People are not prone to enjoy the company of tax collectors. Uh, That's why Matthew was hated. And it it's uh, like having a, like I said before, a meal with the IRS. Would you go out to eat at Applebee's or something with the IRS? I do not think so. <laughs> the IRS does not get any props whatsoever. Zacchaeus was a descendant of Abraham. He was an example of Jesus' personal earthly mission to bring salvation to the lost, as I said. Tax collectors were despised as traitors working for the Roman Empire. See, they were working for the Roman Empire and not their own Jewish community, and they were viewed as being corrupt. See, Matthew and Zacchaeus were viewed. They were seen by the people as being corrupt. This was a very rich man who was interested in Jesus. This is a typical example. Okay, reading this story gives us a typical example that if you curated word, that means don't change it, he'll send people to support you. Uh, That might be a word to somebody out there, amen. Don't change the word. People need to stop adding their character to it and and what they think attracts people and, you um, you know, just preach the word and God will send people to support you. The word is what draws the riches, 
not our personalities. I think in a pulpit nowadays we have too many personalities instead of preachers. That's a different P. Amen. Luke 19.4, it says, And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. A sycamore tree was a big, beautiful fig tree. Okay, I showed you the picture, um, those that could see it, amen. One sycamore tree example given to us in the word of God only appeared, I want people to pick up on this, right? One sycamore tree only appeared to have fruit, if you remember, okay, the fig tree where Jesus had to curse it because he was hungry, and it looked like it appeared like it had fruit, but it didn't. And Jesus cursed it, and they got up the next morning, and that tree was dried up, amen? And that's what's going to happen to the people who appear to look like and act like Christians, but they're not. They're going to get dried up. You better get right with the Lord and start, stop preaching the Lord, and you better start blessing people and not cursing people or hurting people. Amen. The tree actually had no fruit, but this tree that we're speaking of now was Zacchaeus. Amen. This tree is different. Hallelujah. This tree had much fruit in it with the interest that one small-built, hated man had for Jesus. Amen? Zacchaeus was rich. Yes. But he had to feel a lot of despair. Imagine, put yourself in this place. He had to feel a lot of despair, reject, mainly rejection, amen, and hatred from the people that he was getting rich off of. Isn't that something? All rich people aren't necessarily happy, folks. Amen? They're not necessarily happy. Money may help, but it doesn't heal the heart. It doesn't heal the spirit or the soul. Amen? Money cannot take away the cancer from your loved one. Okay? People depend on that money, but when they get that bad word from the doctor... Then all the money in the world is not going to help, but Jesus can. Amen. Hallelujah. Many people sold their souls for money, and to this day, they are empty inside, and they are lost. Zacchaeus figured, you might hate me and despise my appearance, but I heard that this God, this God-man, looks on the inside. He will not hate me. Zacchaeus knew in his heart of heart, that Jesus was a good man and would not reject him like all the other people from where he was from. Amen. That's faith. How's your faith? Do you know, do you understand how much Jesus loves you? You might be rejected by your family, your friends, your loved one, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, children. You might be rejected by the people in your neighborhood or even your, your, your town. You know, you never, no matter who it is, know this, Jesus does not feel the same way that they do. The Bible says God is love. I believe it's in John. The Bible says God is love. Jesus is love. I'm sure many of you heard that song. Lionel Richie, I think, made that song at first. God is, Jesus is love. He loves you. Don't worry about who does not like you. Don't worry about who hates you. Jesus loves you. Amen. Did you ever feel rejected over your financial status or your looks? That's a question. 
Some I, I feel like some of you out there laugh and say financial status, right? You know, but hey, there's people out there that don't like you, that don't like other people because of their financial status. They're afraid they might have more than them. Have you heard of uh, what, what what do they call it? The uh, the what can't keeping up with the Joneses and things like that. You buy a swimming pool and somebody else has to get a swimming pool. You know, and and that's what it is. People are afraid you might look better than them. They're jealous, and 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 so therefore they try to. Um, condemn you, make you feel condemned and feel bad about yourself, when in all actuality, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> Amen. In fact, they should be copying you a little bit. Amen. Because you are a child of God. You are first. You are not the last. You are the head. You are not the tail. Amen. And if anybody's out there allowing the enemy to make them feel like they're the tail, you are not the tail. As long as you've asked Jesus to come into your your life, your heart, you've accepted him as your savior, you're living, trying to live the whole life to the best of your, your ability, asking the Holy Spirit to help you to do so, you are not the tail. Amen. The world should try to be like you, but this is the devil's plan. He tries to get you to think that you should be like the world. Amen. And Luke 19.5 says, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come on down, for today I must abide at thy house. This, folks, was Zacchaeus' divine call. This was his, don't miss your, when Jesus calls you, don't miss the call. Don't be so busy that you mistake it for something else. When Jesus calls you, don't miss it. This was Zacchaeus' call. Everybody else looked down upon him, not just physically speaking, okay, but they were most likely jealous of his riches. Like I was just saying, watch out for jealousy. It will cause you to become abandoned. And lonely if you if you allow it, if you let it. Amen. Jealousy oppresses people to no end. Oppression steps in and tries to just squeeze the life out of you if you allow it to. But as I said before, you are the head. You are not the tail. Amen. And your heel is on the head of the nasty evil serpent. All the serpents all around you. Don't worry about whether or not they're putting spells or something on you or trying to do something crazy to you. The Bible says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We don't care about spells. Take your spells. We don't care. You know, we don't care about evil talk. We don't care about your oppression, whatever people try to use to oppress us. We are children of the most high. We might get a little tired once in a while, but don't let us sleep. (laughs) <laughs> amen, amen. Better than that, you don't even really need to let the Holy Spirit step in. Whether you got enough rest or not, let the Holy Spirit step in. And and, and the, our enemies are done. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You 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 just won't fit in with the culprits. You'll never fit in. I, and I hope some of you listening to this, you're out there trying. Well, how come I don't fit in with anybody? I just feel like everywhere I go, I'm odd. I'm different. Didn't God's word say we were going to? We're different. We're supposed to be different. We're odd. We're peculiar nation of people. We're Christians are peculiar. The world can't figure us out. They keep trying to mess us up, and every time they mess us up, God brings us back double time. Amen. People can be jealous of your riches, your house, your car, your 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 yard, your job, your children, hair and nails, your looks, your mate, ministry. 
and God only knows what else. And you know, something I found out something uh, personally. Just because you're a minister, don't mean you got favor. Uh, some some folks. Me and my daughter was talking about this the other day, and she said the same thing. She said, you know, which is true. Some people, when they find out you're a minister, that gives them something to work on. So don't think you, hey, you know, just because you're called and, and you know you're you're person of the cloth. Don't think you have favor with certain people. Some of them pick on you because of that. Amen. They abused Zacchaeus. They despised him. They based his name and character. And here comes the savior of the world. <laughs> here comes the savior of the world telling him that he wanted to stay at his house. Imagine how everybody else felt. Imagine how Zacchaeus felt being accepted by the chief cornerstone, the savior, the son of the creator, hallelujah, in front of everybody that dogged him and hated him. Picture that. Amen. This is what he does to you. He's still doing it today. He's calling you in front of your enemies. He's calling you out. You know, don't throw your pearls before swine. Jesus said, come with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Come with me. And Jesus does this to you and me. He says, come with me. And I pray that everybody out there listening to this has been saved, that you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior because he's the best thing that ever happened to us. And we want him to be the best thing that ever happened to you. He's called and is calling you amongst all of your haters, folks. And let me give you this tip, okay? None of them will agree and most likely try to talk you out. Don't let people talk you out of your calling. Ignore the haters. Amen? Ignore the haters and sup with Jesus. Hallelujah. If they look at you mean, they stop calling you, they stop talking to you, then they turned on you because they wasn't with you in the first place. Amen? Isn't it funny? How when we get a car, our friends want a car. When we, uh, y'all know, we get a, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, or a husband or wife, our friends want one. You get a swimming pool, they want one and everything. You know, you get a house, and they start treating you a little funny because you've got a house and they didn't get one yet. You know, they're still living in that, that little raggedy apartment, right? And they're, and they're upset because God gave you a nice house because you're a child of God. You're, the most, you're a child of the most high God, right? But isn't that something? They want everything you have except Jesus. That's, answer that for me, somebody please. They want everything we have in the material form except Jesus. People are more concerned about the material things than they are about the spiritual things. They like the natural, see, because they can show off and show everybody what they have, but they could care less about the spiritual. Amen? That's something to think about. Amen. Hallelujah. And he made haste. That means he hurried up. He didn't wait. He didn't wait to make a decision. He made haste and came down and received Jesus joyfully. Zacchaeus wasn't playing. He was elated that the master was going to sit and dine at his home. Amen. So I'm telling be ready for when the master comes, everybody. Be ready for the. He's coming back. He told me. And I know you've heard it a zillion times, but he told me, okay? And, and this was specific. 
Like I didn't make this up, and I didn't just wake up one day and say, yeah, I think I'll tell everybody this. No, God told me, Jesus told me he's coming back. And by the way he said that and the feeling that I got in my heart, it's soon. It's sooner than what man thinks. I'm not going to say a date because nobody knows. The Bible even says Jesus doesn't even know when he's coming back. So how are people going to say October 3rd, 2023? Nobody knows when Jesus – only a fool would do something like that. That's anti-Bible. I mean, the Bible doesn't tell that. It doesn't tell a date. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's coming back. Thank you, Jesus. He made haste. Nothing in the world can love you like Jesus can. Receive him with open arms. Zacchaeus came down out of that tree and received. The Bible says he received Christ. Luke 19.7. And when they saw it, they all murmured, of course. Your haters are going to hate. They're going to talk about it, right? They murmured and they said that he was going to be guest with a man that is a sinner. People always found something wrong that Jesus did, and they're going to always find something wrong that you did. That's why you cannot please people. Don't even try. Amen. Don't even try. Hallelujah. We're busy trying to correct ourselves and make sure we're in line with the divine God that loves us so much. We can't afford to listen to what other people have to say about it. Amen. You'll really be confused. And the Bible says God's not the, the, the author of confusion. Amen. Hallelujah. They were murmuring. They call, Well, you know, they called Jesus a wine-bibber, and they talked about how he sat with sinners just the way that they do us today. You can't pay attention to it. I've had people question my integrity over P2 or work with online. Did they ever stop and think that maybe that work might be drawing that person to Jesus? Hallelujah. Now, go so far. I'm not going to get crazy or silly, you know. As a leader, you have to learn to work with people at their level and accept their talents and pray for them to see Jesus and change their ways if need be. God, your Father, works with people. Okay, you might be asking God for $30,000. Okay, let's get a new house or a new car or something, right? And, 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 and you're waiting to hit the lottery. But God might have that come through a person, a church, or someone else, a human being. God uses people to bless people. Amen. Too many people have turned God into I dream of genie. Amen. Or, or that bewitch show or whatever. No, this is not witchcraft, and this is not wannabe. God is the real thing. <laughs> and he will give you your heart's desire if you only believe. Amen. Everybody murmured and gossiped just like they do us today. Let the haters hate, as I say. And here, here's something else. It's not your circus, and they are not your monkeys. So stay out of it. Let them do what they do as you do what you do. Amen. Luke 19.8, it says, And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. He wasn't asked to say this. Jesus didn't ask Zacchaeus to say this. But Zacchaeus told the Lord that he gives half of what he has, noting that he was not a greedy man. See, he wasn't a greedy man. And that 
if anyone blames him falsely for anything, as they're going to do and they still do to us today, he gives them more than what they blame him for. What a man, what a man. <laughs> the Saul said, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. He was a good man, amen? Luke 19, 9, and Jesus said unto him, this day is salvation come to this house for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. 19.10 says, for the son of man is come to seek and save that which was lost. And as I said, this passage has been left out of so many Bibles. That's Jesus' mission. Amen. We cannot leave that out. Jesus came to save those that were lost. Amen. And he wants us to help him to do the same thing. He's using our eyes, our mouths, our our hands. Amen. Excuse me. Before we make judgments about a person's looks or a person's career, let's take a good look within ourselves and wonder what makes us think that Jesus only died for the saved. Jesus died for the unsaved, my friends. If you're saved, he lives in you. That's why he wants us to tell others about him. We have the power to do so. Hospitals are made for the sick, the healthy. It's the healthy that takes care of the sick. Amen. That's why we pray for restoration. Ask God to restore us. Amen. Heal us. The sick cannot take care of themselves. And I end this by saying, Zacchaeus was actually an awesome guy. (laughs) Amen. We always hear about him being short. Okay, so I'm short. And some of you listening to this, you're not too tall yourself. Amen. We're awesome people. Zacchaeus was awesome, and we're awesome. Short people are awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Zacchaeus was a wonderful person. People should stop teasing him for being short because in his heart, he was much larger than the taller ones, obviously. I mean, look at the story, right? All the tall ones, okay, the ones that are supposed to be quote-unquote normal, was making fun of his size. (laughs) He had heart. Amen. He was a good man. God bless Zacchaeus. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless Zacchaeus. I'll say this. God bless Zacchaeus and all the rest of us short people. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you saved? Now's the time to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. With all that's going on around in the world, you need a friend. And Jesus can be your friend. He wants to be your friend. But you have to first accept him into your life. He's your helper, and his Holy Spirit is your comforter. Praise the Lord. God bless the Holy Spirit of God. If you're not saved, just repeat the, repeat this after me, okay? Say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. I am so sorry, Lord. I believe that you died on a cross and rose three days later from the dead just for me. I accept what you've done. I accept you as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. And amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome to the family of God. Go find a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled church and learn of him. It's never too late. If you can't find anybody, stay on here on Sundays and come listen to us. Amen. (laughs) Or, or, Or email me or whatever. Get in touch with me. I'm on Facebook, Esther R. Scott. 
Amen, or New Birth Ministries. 